Hi. Welcome to Mansplainer. This is Patty. This is Spencer. And in Mansplainer, we research questions that aren't worth looking up. I think they're worth looking up. That's why I asked the questions. Yeah, it's a fair point. Then again, I kind of stopped paying attention. So. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, we, I really feel like it's important that we let people know that I know how to use Google. So I'm going to bring that up. I do know how to use Google and the title of this podcast does not need to be let me Google that for you. Most of the time I ask these questions when we don't have access to the internet. Yeah, we do a lot of hiking and we live in rural Maine. So sometimes there's just no internet. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a mystery for people who live in cities or well-populated areas. But frequently we are in places where even our smartphones don't have access to the internet. Like not even a bar. I understand. That sounds like hell to you. But for us, it's great. Because really, if you're going to live in a time where sometimes you can't access the internet, isn't 2017 the time you want that to be the deal? Yeah. So, Spencer. Yeah. Do bees sleep? Yes. Do ants sleep? Yes. End of show. (laughs) How do you know? Okay. So, there was a study done in 2009 that showed that ants sleep and, more than that, that ant queens and ant workers have different sleep behaviors. So, hey. Are you going to tell me that... um? The little worker ants don't get to sleep as often as as queen ants. Because yeah. they live in a classist society. Yeah, they're serfs. What do you want? Justice for all of the <laughs> ants. <laughs> okay. So, the study found that, well, I guess, since this is mansplainer after all, I should give you some context. So, oh god. So, thanks. So, there are a bunch of different kinds of ants. Go figure, right? Like, that one's not hard. What's weird is there are. <laughs> there, there are the bitey kind, <laughs> and there are the kind that come into my kitchen to eat the sugar, and the bitey kind. Oh, and the carpenter ones, right? Yes. So Although, this, I feel like that's... Shouldn't they be called demolition ants? They don't build anything. They just destroy well, things. They do. They just eat our wood pulp. They eat our wood to make the wood pulp to build their stuff. Rude. Back to the topic. <laughs> so, uh, this study was done on a particular kind of ant that has multiple queens in a colony. And there are a bunch of different types of ants. And depending on the species of ant, they may or may not have multiple queens in the colony. And even sometimes colony to colony within the same species, some colonies will have multiple queens and some will just have one. That's a little weird. It's a little weird. I guess I think of it I think of insects as more consistent than that. 
it's wild to me that there is variability here. Because I feel like with bees, isn't the deal that if, like, if a new queen is accident or when a new queen is born, they, like, fight to the death? Or did I dream that? Did I make that up? It's not. That's not. That's not a thing? It's not. I feel like that's a thing. They separate, typically. They don't, oh. they don't like, duke it out, necessarily. Hmm. All right. This is not like Dallas. <laughs> Pulling each other's hair in a fountain. Thanks, Netflix. I didn't watch that on Netflix. Oh, no? Bitch, I'm old. <laughs> wow. I watched free runs on real television. Thank you. Also, they brought they brought Dallas back. That's, I mean, it was different, but the same. That's what I was thinking of. Also, we own that chill-ass WB Trivial Pursuit where every question is about Dallas or Falcon Crest. No Looney Tunes. Despite the prominence on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Very misleading. Thanks, Bookmans, for that $8 copy of of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Go on. So, uh, Back to the ants. This study looked at one particular type of ant that had three queens in the colony. What kind? If you're going to say that it referenced a particular kind of ant, you best be ready for me to ask. It was a fire ant. It was a particular oh, kind bitey. of fire bitey. A bitey ant. Okay, that's fine. That's enough detail. Go on. <laughs> oh, God, you're digging through your phone for this information. Yes. Please, no. So, what they found is that the workers sleep about a minute, minute and a half at a time, about 256 times a day. On average. That's not great. I mean, I wouldn't prefer it. I, I like a nine, ten hour block. So, the solenopsis. Here comes a rabbit hole. Invicta. Wait, rabbit hole. Maybe queens. I had too much vodka. <laughs> Fire queens. That were observed. Bitey ants. Bitey ants. Slept for six, six and a half minutes on average at a time. And slept for. Uh, about nine and a half hours. A and day. how long does an ant live? Depends on the kind of ant and on the species of ant. Generally speaking, workers, a few months, queens, under the right conditions, a couple decades. It's good to be the queen. In these ants, there was... Sleep observed in queens and workers. What was interesting is it's different kinds of sleep because the workers are only sleeping for like a minute or so, about 250 times a day, and the queens are sleeping for about six minutes. There are two other interesting things about that. The workers just kind of sleep when they need to. Like they, they do the business and when, when they have downtime to hang out. And sleep. See, everything we learned from fables and storybooks is a lie because I was led to believe that ants don't have downtime. There is a whole story about how grasshoppers have the downtime and then have to rely on the ants who are very hard workers. They don't take the downtime. It's a safety issue, don't you know? A well rested <laughs> worker is a safe worker. 
I don't disagree, but <laughs> what I'm saying is that stories and fables have misled us. Yes. They'll sleep whenever there's no, like, schedule for it for the workers. They but will... wait, 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 wait. If I'm a little worker ant, I'm do my little worker business. And I've come into La Casa de PK. I've stolen a sugar cube. I'm hauling it back to my ant colony, schlepping it, schlepping, schlepping. Do I just take a little nap on my way back? Probably not. Almost certainly not. Uh, because there is an active stimulus. You're doing something. Okay. So if you're if you're in the middle of hauling a thing, like, you're you're up and moving and, and doing the thing. So. Your energy is focused on that. When you get back, if there's no more cubes, or if you're just tired at that point, yeah. And I pass out for a really restful two minutes. One minute, minute and a half. One point one minutes, please. God. What sounds you, like a miserable existence. The researchers found that there were like three preferred sleep positions, wow. and the first listed sleep. Preferred sleep position for worker ants was hanging from the little ant colony ceiling upside down. A couple of things about this. First of all, I'm a little terrified because part of the reason I was thinking about this is do ants sleep at night? Like while we're asleep, are they asleep? No, they're just going about their ant business, but they're taking one minute breaks. Secondly, it's not ha- latching onto the ceiling and hanging on for dear life. Does that not also consume energy? How are you really getting restful night's sleep or minutes sleep? <laughs> I appreciate that correction. It sounds terrible. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to murder them when they come into my home. But I feel really bad. <laughs> so They're so tired. All the time, apparently. So there's no, like, schedule for workers. Just whenever any given worker needs to hit that quick, good 65-second power nap, they can do it. The queens, they found, were different. So they sleep for about six minutes at a pop. And they actually synchronize their schedules so they sleep. And here's the thing. They sleep together. Like, they cuddle up and sleep together. I just... So, ants aren't, like, snuggly. I mean, there's nothing soft about an ant. Why cuddle up? Do they produce warmth? Do we know? They got a little ant fur on them. I guess. Besides, you don't I mean, you don't know what's appealing to an ant? No, 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 no. Maybe no, it no. likes that... They're like a hard surface to sleep on. Look, here's the thing. terrible. Our cat, Ted, will happily rest his chin on an elliptical, on a treadmill. I have a picture of him sitting on the floor, straining his little chin so he can be up eight inches off the floor at a weird angle on the treadmill. He loves the treadmill. The treadmill gets really warm. Do ants get warm? Are ants warm? It wasn't on. Like that day. Oh. Or it hadn't been on, well, it was on that day. But it hadn't been on for hours. It was just being weird. And it wasn't on the warm part. It was on the side rail. 
Yeah, you feel free to give him a weird look. He's a weird weird. dude. He is a weird dude. I mean, he's adorable. He's a weird dude. Yeah. All right. All right. So. Go on. What? The other interesting thing about the Queen Tyrants was they not only slept together, they apparently dreamt. The researchers speculated that they, in their six minutes of togetherness asleep, they dreamt. They exhibited dreamlike behavior. What did they dream about? Sweet tea. Adams. No. 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 The X-Men Wolverine. <sighs> no. Stop it. Fair enough. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, what they found is that there were actually two distinct sleep types in the queens. There was dozing and there was, like, sleeping. And during sleeping, they would pull their antennae in, like, real close. What you don't see is she's mocking me vigorously with gestures because I am demonstrating physically that they're pulling their antennae in. And they were basically unresponsive to workers who were coming around, checking them out, doing their business. I'm telling you this, if I'm a queen ant and you're a worker ant and you're getting up all up in business while I'm sleeping, I kill you. I think I kill you. I rip your antennas off and I beat you to death with them. I get six minutes of sleep at a crack. Don't disturb them. She gets real mean when she's tired. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't sleep well. Or soundly, rather. I think there is a thing that happens with women in their 30s. I think that biology is cruel. I used to be able to sleep through effectively a marching band walking through my bedroom, and now I wake up at the slightest sound, and light is a real problem. And I think it's because, like, my inner workings think that there should be a baby crying, and instead it's just five cats and a bunch of rodents. Pet rodents. And I get very concerned. And occasionally a trophy tortoise. But, yeah. see, I'm not sure I buy that. Because you've always been super sensitive to light. Like, that has not changed in your 30s. This, the sound thing has changed. You didn't know me for most of my 20s. So they bring their antennae in. Mm-hmm. And they don't respond to workers. <laughs> Sorry. I just pictured the antenna, like the old rabbit ears on television, like the telescoping ones that could retract. And you obviously mean folding. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's funnier my way. They were not robot ants. <laughs> and in the dozing phase, they pulled their antennae in, but they were basically bent at right ankles. They didn't pull all the way in. And they would occasionally stir when a worker came by and took them out. So, it was like... In a threatening manner, I'm sure. 
Go on. <laughs> you're anti-proletarian, is what you're telling me. I'm just anti-disturbing people while they sleep. If I was a little worker ant and I was hanging upside down from the cave, I'd get real pissed if somebody walked underneath me and poked me with their antenna. I only get a minute and six seconds. Is that what you figured it out to be? Please, don't don't please poke me. Six minutes. I, but it's the worker ant, too. Rage. Rage. They're very strong. They're very strong. They rip each other apart. You don't wake up a sleeping ant. <laughs> so I had questions about this study. Of course you did. I would like to know more. So I oh looked God, at... you've been talking about ants for 26 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a simple question. So... Do ants sleep? <laughs> yes, they do. I, look, I tried. <laughs> at the beginning, I tried. <laughs> I want you to know that this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, the study was published in the Journal of Insect Behavior, and I checked other studies in the Journal of Insect Behavior to see about corroboration and, and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, Not sound like a fun read. Check out, uh, you know, is there, does the study ever replicated? Um, how prevalent is it? Is sleep in insects? That kind of thing. And I couldn't find any replications. But I did see that, uh, according to the journal, that yes, it's pretty common probably. There hasn't been a, a lot of research done on it. Um, but flies, bees, and maybe pine weevils. <laughs> Still funny. Pine weevils! Pine weevils! And I wanted to kind of get to the bottom of this because it's really cool, but dreaming that, like, that feels like it could be a stretch. So I reached out to my friendly local applied entomologist at University of Maine, and uh, Professor Andre Ogokin was kind enough to give me a few minutes and talk about sleep. And what he told me is he couldn't find anything that the study was replicated, which is kind of a bummer, but not really a surprise. Even though it's been eight years since the study came out, study replication is not particularly commonly published. It's kind of a problem in science generally across fields. But replication is important. It's what proves scientific theory. Yeah. So wouldn't we want to know that something had been repeated and proven? Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the short version of the problem is capitalism. Oh, yeah. Everything's about money. Basically, uh, there weren't really any replications that anybody could find, but... Uh, there, there is a lot of corroborating evidence. Sleep is uh, pretty well established in arthropods. So he mentioned that flies, obviously, um, they mentioned, and um, cockroaches and scorpions. And bees. Bees are cute. Bees are alright. 
I mean, I don't want to move my house. They sting. One of the questions I had make honey. Was wait. Ants are not super useful, are they? She's gonna do this the rest of the. (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking. Bees are useful. What do ants do for me? Okay, go on. Never mind. All right. So. um, Oh wait, they milk aphids. And that's good for you. (laughs) No, but it's kind of cute. They're farmers. Yeah. It's really funny that they they milk aphids. So. I had a, a question for the good professor about the queens, because they sleep together and then separate when they're awake to go do their own thing. And, like, they pile up together to sleep together. There are diagrams in the study of the different ways they piled up. And I, I had the question, does that mean... That you could kind of compare them to house cats who are like cool and snuggle up together, and then when they wake up, bounce because they're kind of jerks. Let's be honest, you're talking about two really specific house cats. Two, yes, two okay. very specific house cats. One of both of which I'm looking at right now, and he said no. Oh, but. I didn't like that answer, so in my heart, the answer is yes. (laughs) And I kind of feel like maybe he didn't understand exactly what I was going for. He didn't understand that you have two bro cats who, like, oh, it's like when Joey and Ross used to nap together on Friends. Sure. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on that. I feel like I'm right. So, basically, he said... The the stuff in the study is pretty pretty decently supported, well documented. The dream thing even is pretty analogous because they have the rapid antenna movement that's similar to rapid eye movement in mammalian sleep. And yeah, I asked how prevalent sleep was in insects. And we got we went through that whole list. And three days ago, there was a study that came out that even jellies sleep. Again, I don't. What are you eating? Like the candy, the most shoes. Pe- most people, most people call them jellyfish. Ah, uh, yeah, because that's what they're called. What are you doing? Well, they're not fish, so a lot of scientists are oh, trying God. to move it over to just Listen, jellies. hey, hey, how many scientists are listening to this? One? We know of one. Look, if I know there's a difference, I don't want the nerds to come at me. All right, it's fair enough. Yeah, basically the, the study is, is pretty well grounded. Uh, and I asked if there's anything else you should know about insect sleep. Pretty well covers it. It's less understood than in mammals. Go figure. Not a lot of people leaping out there to study sleeping insects. But I asked people him, obviously didn't know that I was going to be really interested in whether or not insects slept. But go on. I wonder if there are any that don't. Like, okay, for example, fruit flies. Oh, mayflies. Life cycles of what? Twenty four hours. Do mayflies sleep? Fruit flies do sleep. That seems like a waste of their short time on this earth. 
but, but they do. But what about mayflies? I did not find any research that mayflies sleep. Huh. Okay, that, that's good. That doesn't mean they don't sleep. It just oh. means that nobody studied it because they've only studied like six arthropods for sleep. Huh. Okay. Go on. Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I asked Professor Oyokin, what's your favorite insect fact? And he said, it's not really interesting and it's pretty commonly known in his field. I feel like this is going to be a surprise to me and everyone it else listening. It was super surprise to me. <laughs> Intense. So, apparently, there are some parasitic wasps that are smaller than unicellular organisms. Nope. Has head, thorax, abdomen, legs, guts, nope. everything. But it's reduced to such a degree no. that it's smaller than a larger unicellular organism. I hate everything about this. And he just left it there. He was like, yep, there's that. Bye. What? Can so, I tell you what bothers me about this? What? Parasitic wasps. Okay. 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 Let me... Wasps. Stingy. Evil. You saw that nature special with me where they ate the hive of bees. It was horrifying. And parasitic wasp. I mean, are there parasitic wasps inside of me right now? Do I not know? Are they living okay. off of me? So are they growing into larger, more powerful I wasps feeding off my energy? Good news. They're not vampires. <laughs> Parasite, though. Or, or succubi. Or, or ticks. Ticks or parasites. Okay, so this may set you a little at ease. I feel like that's a lie. I had to look that up. Because you can't just leave it at, yeah, they're microscopic wasps that are smaller than, than single-celled eukaryotes. I'm, I'm going to blame every unexplained bite that I have ever had on parasitic wasps. <laughs> the UW-Madison Department oh, of Oh, that's not great. I have lived in, in Wisconsin, so obviously I am infested with parasitic microscopic wasps. Mentions trichogamma wasps. That are oh, great. They're also frat boys. Touche. That are half a millimeter long and are parasites of crop parasites. So they're parasite parasites. Oh, that's good. And these <laughs> tiny wasps keep your food growing by killing the things that kill your food. That's good. They have an 8 to 10 day life cycle. So larva, pupa, adult, laying eggs, whole thing. Haven't lived in Wisconsin in a long time. They're all gone. Eight, eight to ten days. <laughs> and you can buy them commercially no. No. for crop purposes. No, this is a terrible idea. Let me tell you a couple of reasons this is a terrible idea. It is really bad, first of all, to introduce any non-native species into a region. Like, don't do this. Just don't. And secondly, it's a waste of your money. Because I tried buying those beneficial nematodes, and I tried purchasing ladybugs for our garden last year because we have some Japanese beetles. And I don't know if you know this, know this but New England has a tick issue. Um, and I think the nematodes are supposed to eat the tick larva, maybe, or maybe even the Japanese beetle larva. I can't remember. In any event, it didn't work. We still have the beetles. And I have not seen a ladybug since I released those ladybugs. I don't know what the deal is. Don't waste your money. And really don't waste your money on parasitic wasps. But how cool would it be to release 50,000 parasitic wasps? Are they all named Chaz? I feel like they're all named Chaz and we're Sperry's. 
All right. <laughs> They've got just three pairs of Sperry's. All right. Some Ray-Bans, some Wayfarers. Yeah. No. All right. Popped collars. So that's Mansplainer. <laughs> he thought he was going to get me by going on and on, and I came in with the wasp joke at the very end. What up? I'm Spencer. <sighs> and I'm Patty. Our theme song is Drone by Chastity Belt. Thank you to Chastity Belt. And a special thank you to you, Maynorno, apparently. Yes. And UW-Madison for having a cool list about bugs. And um, specifically Dr. Andre Aljokin. Who gave you a little bit of his time? Yes. On the phone? Yes. That's for really like impressive. 12 whole minutes, which is bananas, because I emailed him like, Hey, you want to talk about bugs? He's like, yeah, sure. That's fantastic. It was amazing. Never forget, I killed a black widow spider in our garage the day before we left Arizona. Yeah, I am anti-in-house arachnid. Outside, you're fine. You come in, all bets are off. Okay. Wow. Aphids don't have udders. It's stroking. It's a little grosser than... I don't like that. <laughs> so, a question I had for the good professor. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, <laughs> so it doesn't kill the aphid? Because I'm thinking, like, almond milk. <laughs> No. Oh, no. You're fine. It doesn't kill them. I no! I kind of wish it did. I wish it was more like almond milk than what you're insinuating. Collecting almond milk doesn't kill the plant either. It just takes the... No, but it squishes the almond. It, it it's does. not stroking. Stroking is a real gross word. <laughs> I, am very, <laughs> I am so upset right now. Okay. So... I had a question about the queen ants. The... <laughs> You're going to have to cut this. Because I'm really upset. Wait. <laughs> like, no. Uh. What are the ants doing to the aphids? Well, I had a really wholesome dinner. <laughs> and I don't think I'm right. <laughs> it's oh no that's not right <laughs> that's really <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I knew they were mammals but I don't know what I thought I think it's like when 
happened to birth in high school. I just pictured the baby hopping over the pelvic saddle. <laughs> like my brain didn't want to accept what was real. <sighs> okay. It's not just killing the aphid, wringing it out. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. This is like the cockroach milk story. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I'm really horrified. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was cute. It's not cute. That's so gross. <laughs> and meanwhile, now I'm upset the aphids have ejaculate. <laughs> no, no, not ejaculate. <laughs> what do you call it? Pleasure serum? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. It's not. What is it? It's... I mean, it's more like... I guess you can kind of call it analogous to urine. Ew! Like, they load them up, and then milk them so it comes out. But it was in their guts. That's so gross. Okay, go on.